Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow-detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at H&M.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. Not only have I been the owner of Mint Mobile for the last few years, I've also been a customer. I don't know if you knew this, but anyone can get the same premium wireless for $15 a month plan that I've been enjoying. It's not just for celebrities, so do like I did and have one of your assistant's assistants switch you to Mint Mobile today. I'm told it's super easy to do at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile, with a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow-detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at H&M.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds, owner of Mint Mobile, with a message for everyone paying big wireless way too much. Please, for the love of everything good in this world, stop. With Mint, you can get premium wireless for just $15 a month. Of course, if you enjoy overpaying, no judgments, but that's weird. Okay, one judgment. Anyway, give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. New activation and upfront payment for three-month plan required. Taxes and fees extra. Additional restrictions apply. See mintmobile.com for full terms. Tis the season to shine with H&M. Discover the holiday collection and find fashionable pieces for your wardrobe or for under the tree. Get inspired and dazzle with this year's glam. From tuxedo styles, bow-detailed pieces, impressive prints, and more. From unforgettable looks to unforgettable gifts. With fashion finds to home decor, find it all at H&M. Treat your loved ones and yourself this season. Shop in-store or at H&M.com. The only reason why he gets to do all of these things is not because he has power over you. It's not because he's resistant. It's because you choose not to. He schedules all of these trips. He schedules all of these things. You could do the same thing. girl, imagine a life where you feel supported, connected, and understood. I get it. Being a mom is hard, especially when you're spinning so many plates. We exhaust ourselves trying to create the perfect life for our family. You deserve to enjoy your family without the stress perfectionism brings. 
On this podcast, I provide practical and relatable life experiences. I teach women quick and easy to use strategies to help them reclaim their identity, reignite their marriage, and enjoy their children. If you're ready to be challenged, then pull up a chair, grab a pen and paper, because it's about to go down. I'm Veronica Cisneros, a licensed marriage and family therapist, and this is the Empowered and Unapologetic Podcast. Why is it that my husband gets to clock out and I don't? How do I resolve this? I get this question asked so many times. Why is it that men think that they're able to come home and totally check out? How can I get my husband to communicate more? Let me go ahead and give you the story. It's so frustrating. I was previously married and both of us were horrible on communicating. Towards the end of my marriage, I started working on my communication skills. After I left him, I was really working on these skills. And now I feel like I have them, but I can't get him to communicate with me. He just gives the, okay, yeah, um, mm mm-hmm. I will stare at him in his face trying to avoid confrontation, and he is passive-aggressive, and I am aggressive. I talk to him about marriage therapy, and he says, no. But I know we need to do something because this is not working. (sighs) Ladies, I get it. I get that it feels like you're talking to a wall, and I'm going to tell you right now, more than likely— Yeah, he's probably stonewalling. And he's probably right. He probably feels overwhelmed. He probably feels tired. And he definitely is avoiding confrontation. What I want you to think about, though, is what is it that triggers you the most? And I want you to really, really think about it. What is it exactly that triggers you the most? So let me give you a little backstory. I remember when um, Willie ended up retiring and I was working on building up my practice. I'm going to tell you right now, that was so hard. It was so, so hard in the beginning. And it was hard because for so long, I did everything. I did all of our kids' doctor appointments. I did all of the school events, homework, you name it. And I would try to get as much done as I could, right, because I was a one-man show, especially when my husband was on deployment. When he was working, he had long work hours. Sometimes he wouldn't come home at all, you know, until the next day due to training. But again, I totally held it down. Didn't necessarily complain. Okay, I'm like, maybe I complained a little bit, but okay, maybe I complained a lot. (laughs) But I remember I just did it. Like, think about your guys' lives right now. Like, you just do it. Diaper needs to be changed. Get it done. School homework needs to be done. Get it done. And then you have this machine. You have this total machine and you, you're getting it done. You're totally getting it done. And then he comes home and then there feels like there's this set expectations. Well, what it was like in my, for my story is when it, when Willie ended up retiring, um, you know, he would, obviously he had, I don't want to say he had a typical nine to five, but sort of, you know, he was, he was working in an executive position and he was home a lot more. And I'm here trying to build up my practice. 
I'm working, no lie, I'm probably working about 50, maybe even 60 hours a week. It was crazy. 56 hours a week. It was nuts. I was working Monday through Saturday. Again, I'm trying to build my practice. And I remember he would complain. He would complain. I'd get so pissed off. Oh, my God. Are you freaking kidding me? Are you kidding me? You left? Like, literally, you were gone. You were gone for seven months in Japan, over Okinawa, wherever it was. You were gone in Afghanistan, Iraq, all of these places. And I held it down. I'm at least coming home every night. And I'm helping you with whatever I can help you. Before right now, this is my time. This is my time. I was there. I did all the things. And now you're complaining for what? Like, figure it out. Figure it out. And I remember he would get frustrated. This was so hard for us. It was. It was hard for us because in his eyes, he is seeing everything he didn't. Let me let me correct that. In his eyes, he was trying to communicate to me, Veronica, you're missing out. You're gone for so many hours. You're missing out. And I've missed out on a lot of our kids' lives, I don't want you to experience the same thing. That was what he was communicating. What I was communicating is I had sacrificed so much, so damn much so that you can excel in the Marine Corps, so damn much so you weren't bothered and you did whatever the hell you needed to do. Now it's my time. So suck it up, figure it out, and let's go. Literally, that was that was both sides. Unfortunately, we would go back and forth for a while. He was frustrated with me. I was frustrated with him. Definite resentment, definite frustration. We definitely keeping score, criticizing, judging. I mean, all of the four horsemen, you name it, it was happening. Criticism, definitely criticism, contemptuous, stonewalling, and definitely, why am I forgetting the last one? Criticism, contemptuous, stonewalling, and defensiveness. Defensiveness. Absolutely. We were both there. I was being defensive in trying to get him to see my point and change his perspective. He was being defensive in his point and also trying to change my perspective. So we were both literally at war. And I remember being so mad. Like, how dare he? Dude, seven months. I'm gone for seven hours. Okay, maybe 10 hours. But still, I come back. Like, I'm home and I'm here on weekends. And I'm trying to build my practice. I'm trying to build my clientele. I'm really trying to be a successful business person. But I can't because you keep on complaining. Well, I remember one of the nights. God, I remember one of the nights. Um... One of my clients wanted to see me and I didn't know how to set boundaries with my clients because if I said no, would my business go down? If I said no to one client, then would they want to come back? And so there's no way I could say no to my clients. I have to see them all. If they want me to, if they want to see me at 730 in the morning, psh, on it. If they want to see me at 930 at night, on it. That's how I was when I was starting my business. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to caution you and say, do not repeat what I did. It's quick way to burn out. It's definitely a quick path to burn out. Don't do it. But again, I was driven out of fear. My client had asked me if I can, you know, um, see her at 930. And it just so happened that I had a client from 830 to 930. So I'm already there. 
why the hell not? Yeah, I could totally do it. I could totally do it. Yeah, I'll do it. So I said, yes. Sent Willie a text message saying, hey, I'm going to be home probably around 1030, a little later. I have another client. And so went ahead, did my session with my client. And then I'm walking to my car. And there's Willie. There's Willie. And he he ended up saying, hey, I didn't want you to walk to your car by yourself. It's really late. And so I'm, I'm here because I didn't want you to walk to your car by yourself. And I want to make sure nothing happened to you. So I was like, okay. And he's like, the kids are already tucked in bed. And right away I became defensive. Why are you telling me that? Okay, so you tuck them into bed. They're good, right? And he's like, Veronica, the kids miss you. They miss you. And I'm like, it's going to be fine. Everything's fine. Like, you're going to have to figure this out. I'm tired of you constantly complaining and telling me I'm not a good mom. And he said, I'm not telling you you're not a good mom. You're missing it, Veronica. You're missing it. And he's like, I yearn for you. And I I miss you. I miss you at home. The kids miss you. And I hate saying this, but I wasn't in a place where I could hear that. I wasn't because what I heard was, I'm trying to make sure that you fail as a woman and not, not even a woman. I'm trying to make sure that you fail. And I need you to go ahead and abide by these terms. And if you can't abide by these terms, then you can't pursue your practice. That's what I heard him say. And all he was doing was guilt tripping me. God, was I so far. Was that so, so far from the truth? But that's what I heard. I heard him literally that that's the story I was building, building up in my head. And so then he would ask me, well, when are you going to help? And it's like, help with what? Well, with doctor appointments. And it's like, well, I'm not. I'm not home and I'm in session all day. I'm at the hospital for so many hours. And then from the hospital, I'm in session. So I don't have time. I don't have time. And I know this sounds so harsh, but I was missing it. And so was my husband. We were missing it in different ways. And we weren't able to communicate at all. We were being triggered. We were both triggering each other. We were both frustrated. We were both overwhelmed. We were both completely, completely shut down. Again, all I could think of is all of the things I did for him and all of the things he wasn't doing for me. And I, God, it was miserable. I was really scared during that time. Really, really scared. Here I am, a clinician. I have my own group, or I had, it was a solo practice at the time. I have a private practice and I'm supposed to be a therapist, right? Everybody's coming to me so that they can get great feedback and skills and tools to live their life. And here I am, my life is going down the drain and possibly my marriage. It took a lot of us from both of us to get to a place to where we are at right now. We're able to respect each other's space. And don't get me wrong, we're not perfect. We still struggle. We And we will struggle for the rest of our lives because we're a human being. But it took a lot for us to get to this place where we can have honest, healthy conversations and we can actually hear each other. We can actually hear what the other person's saying, not this distorted thought or this crazy story that we build up. We can actually hear each other. 
We can all use a little help in our marriage, especially when it comes to communicating. I have created a guide just for you. And guess what? It's 100% free. I will give you practical tips and easy to use strategies to apply right now. That's right, right now, today. You all know I'm a huge advocate for you mamas and I am on a mission to help you experience true connection and stress-free living. Ladies, we are setting our marriages up for success. It starts with you. You will find this freebie here in my show notes or go to empoweredandunapologetic.com forward slash guide. The information I will be providing you is next level and people pay good money to get these tips that I will be giving you for free. Don't forget to share this with a friend who needs it. So it's hard. It is so hard. So that's my story. Let me go on to hers. And what I want to ask you if you're listening, what is it exactly that triggers you the most? What is it exactly that triggers you the most about your husband clocking out? And I've given you both versions. Willie would do the same thing. I did the same thing, right? And I talked to you guys about how I personalized everything. I did. And the reason why I personalized everything was because I was doing something extremely hard and there was no way I was capable of succeeding. So when he would interrupt my flow, I personalized it. And it was these extremes. That's what we lived on is extremes. And so I stayed there. And so I'm wondering if that's the same case for you. Another thing she mentioned is, I'm a new stay-at-home mom. I've worked since I was 16, and now I'm a stay-at-home mom. And I feel like all of a sudden everything has shifted. And I feel like he thinks he has a power over me. He thinks that I'm supposed to do everything at home and he just goes to work and that's it. He is my partner. These are his children and he lives here too. He needs to do things. He doesn't. I told him when you get out of work, you clock out and you're done. I don't get to clock out. I can totally relate. You clock out. I can't. I was there too. I'm going to give you some tips on how to resolve this. I want you to think of that perception, though. I want you to think of that mindset that you're in right now. I'm stuck. I'm with the kids. You get to be with adults. I'm fine being with kids, but you have made it very clear you provide for us. I want to communicate and set some boundaries, some healthy boundaries. So let's go ahead and go here. After you've identified what is it about this situation that he gets to clock out, right? This whole mindset, you get to clock out, he gets to clock out, I don't. What is it that about that mindset that's really tripping you up? Where I want you to go is what insecurities is this exposing for you when he behaves this way? It might be, damn, he's right. I'm not financially providing. I did once work. I'm not contributing to the household. You might think to yourself, you need to do more or even worse. I don't deserve downtime. I have not earned it. That's where I want you to go. The next part, what are you hearing him say? What are you hearing him say? For me, I heard Willie saying, no, it's. It, I need you to be home. And the only way you can be a successful wife is if you're here with the kids and you're doing all of it. And 
You could only work during these hours and you could only do these things. God, I was wrong. I was so, so wrong. And I didn't realize how wrong I was, but those are the stories I was building up in my head. So for you, what insecurities is this exposing for you when he behaves this way? A good part might be, damn, again, he gets the clock out, I don't. But yet when he asks you if you want time off or if you want to go for a walk or to go for a shower, how often do you take those moments? Oh, that's right, you don't. Why don't you take those moments? Is it because you feel like he won't cook the same way you'll cook? Is it you're afraid that he'll burn the food? He'll yell at the kids? What is it exactly? Again, what are the stories you're telling? What, what are the stories you tell yourself? And how far do you go? The other thing I want you to think of is what are you hearing him say? Exactly. What are you hearing him say? It might be I'm hearing him say that I'm supposed to do everything at home and he has no responsibilities. Is that true? Has he actually said that? Well, he has said those are the things I should do. But did he But did he say you're going to be in charge of the house for the rest of your life? No. What's the story we build in our head? What is the story you build in your head? I will be in charge of the house for the rest of my life. I will be in charge of the kids for the rest of my life. I get it. That's probably what it feels like, especially when you when you see him completely avoidant. But is it actually true? I will do all the things and he will do nothing. He's a manager at his job. And when he comes home and says, he's not going to do anything, then whatever he says goes. I challenge him. I try to challenge him, but it just doesn't work. Well, that's the issue. You try to challenge him. And so is there, do you feel like there's a struggle over power, over who's in command? And that might be there, but the deeper lesson is, again, let's talk about all of those fears and all of those stories you built up in your head and feeling those feelings of uncertainty. I want you to really hear what he's saying. The minute you're going into all or nothing thinking, your marriage has lost the war. Let me give you some examples. He never listens. He's always going to be like this. He will never put us before work. Pay attention to how you're talking. Pay attention to what you're saying. Pay attention to your actions. I want him to do the same thing. I'm not placing blame on you, but I want you to pay attention to the full picture, not just half. How are you a part of this issue? And I'm really asking you that. How are you a part of this issue? If all of these things are happening, there may already be built up resentment. You both are probably feeling like you're being treated unfairly. You know you're in resentment when you start to keep score. And most of us, I'm going to tell you right now, we're guilty of this. I know you get tired of this exchange. You both want something different but don't know what to do to change it. Although this is unhealthy, it's good. It's so good that you were able to identify it, especially that resentment that you're carrying. So once we've identified the stories we built in our head, it's important to identify where is this resentment coming from? Are you feeling this way because of the stories you're building in your head? Are you attached to these stories? What are all the thoughts wrapped around it? May your perception be a bit skewed. 
I know at one point I thought, well, he thinks he's better than me. But when he gets home, I'm going to show him I'm better than him. I do more. The kids actually love me more, right? More than likely, you're building up the story bigger than what it really is. Mamas, are any of you guys guilty of this? I know I've been guilty of this myself. So where did you learn that power struggle from? Ask yourself, what was it like growing up? What did I learn from my mom? What was the role of a woman? What was the role of a father? And how does what you learned shape your marriage, your views of how you need to behave? Did anybody teach you how to set boundaries? I know I was never taught how to do any of this. Vulnerability was a form of weakness in my family. The reason these power struggles existed in my marriage is because I lacked skills. I didn't know how to assert myself. And because of our lack of skills, I want you to pay attention to how this might position your husband as the enemy. So identify your insecurities, the lies you tell yourself, the resentment that you carry. And is this a reflection of what you've been taught? Mom, I know you want something different, but when we do this tug of war dance involving power, our marriage loses. Brene Brown once said, we have to belong to ourselves as much as we need to belong to others. Any belonging that asks us to betray ourselves is not true belonging. True belonging doesn't require you to change who you are. It requires you to be who you are. That's so powerful. Remember, boundaries are the distance at which I can love you and be me simultaneously. I love that. Boundaries are the distance at which I can love you and me simultaneously. So here we go. Ladies, I want you to step into action right now. How do we apply this? The minute he comes home, I get you're frustrated. I get you've been with the kids all day. But how can you position him as your husband versus the enemy? And does he really get to clock out? Or have you complained so many times about how he does things wrong and you've just finally gave up? Do you show up in your marriage? Or do you treat him again as the enemy? How connected are you? Are you resenting him the entire day or just when he comes to work? The real issue is not that he gets to clock out whenever he wants. The issue is you're choosing not to. You're choosing not to set boundaries. You're choosing not to put yourself first. When's the last time you worked out? When's the last time you took care of your yourself? When's the last time you went to a doctor appointment? When's the last time you went to a dentist appointment? When's the last time you really sat down and just enjoyed, enjoyed life? When's the last time you were intentional? Well, Veronica, I can't. I have all of these things to do. And my husband gets to go on all of these trips, but I can't. I'm going to call you, I'm going to call you out. That's bullshit. It's bullshit. The only reason why he gets to do all of these things is not because he has power over you. It's not because he's resistant. It's because you choose not to. He schedules all of these trips. He schedules all of these things. You could do the same thing. If you can't, 
But why can't you? Is it because you lack skill? Is it because, to be honest, I don't even know what I would wear. I don't even know what friends I would invite. Invite. I don't even know where I would go. Well, then that's the truth. And then I don't know if my friends would come with me or if they would bail out. They always bail out. Where would we even, how would we plan this? How would we line up our schedules? Ladies, those are all excuses. All of them are excuses as to why you are not doing the things that you want to do and why it feels like he's clocking out. It's not true. Again, it's your perception. So here's what I want you to do. Grab a pen and paper. Yes, really, grab a pen and paper. I want you to write down what are the things that you enjoy doing. Do you like taking baths? Do you like going for walks? Do you like sitting out in the backyard by yourself without any kids? Don't tell me you can't do it, girl. My husband was deployed several times and I didn't have my mom. Hell yes, I did it. And I'm going to tell you right now, it wasn't easy for me to find people to watch the kids at all. I had three of them at, and they're all four years apart. So again, I'm going to ask you, what do you need to do to put yourself first? And I want you to start writing it down. What hobbies do you have? Do you remember what you like doing? Do you like going dancing? Take a dancing class. Do you want to learn how to paint? Take a painting class. Do you want to learn how to sew? I don't know how to sew. But do you want to learn how to sew? Take a sewing class. What things do you want to do? Do you want to read? When's the last time you read? What's keeping you from reading? I know summer's coming up. And I know that's really scary because you're going to be alone with all these kids and all of this time with them, and it feels like it never ends. So now is a great time for you to start identifying, how do I want to show up for life? Again, what do I want to do? What do I ultimately want to do? And how am I going to make it actually happen? That's where I want you to go. So once you've identified some of the hobbies that you want to go ahead and start doing, now I want you to think of what would stand in your way. What would stand in your way for doing this, from doing any of these things? What would stand in your way? Because I'm going to say right now, that that reflection in the mirror, that's exactly what's standing in your way. But what else is standing in your way? Child care, money, finances. How are you going to do it anyway? How are you going to do it anyway? The reason why you're so frustrated and overwhelmed is not, don't get me wrong, your husband has some part in it. However, it's that whole clocking out role is you have convinced yourself that you are this 24-7 full-time mom. And in order to be an exceptional mom, in order to be an intentional mom, you must be present. And if you're frustrated and overwhelmed, that would be impossible to do. So give yourself permission. Give yourself permission to go ahead and do the things you enjoy. I know for me, when I get home, I immediately put music and we're dancing. I'm dancing. I'm dancing with somebody, with monkey, with scout, scout's our dog, with whoever, whoever will dance with me. And if nobody wants to dance with me, I'm dancing by myself. But I'm doing those things because that is what brings me true joy. I love to dance. 
or I'll jump in the pool. I'll do whatever the hell I need to do to reset because resetting is so important. And that keeps you from attacking your husband. So we definitely want to go ahead and remove ourselves from, again, positioning our partner as an enemy and embracing him. Bye for now. Many women lose their own identity in the shadow of being a mom and a wife. We are a community of women who support each other. We leave perfectionism behind to become empowered and unapologetic. I want to personally invite you to join our girl gang. It's a free Facebook community for women just like you. Go to www.facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash empowered and unapologetic. See you there. What's up, ladies? Just want to let you guys know that your ratings and reviews for this podcast are greatly appreciated. If you love this podcast, please go to iTunes right now, write a review, rate the episode, and subscribe. Don't forget to share it with your friends. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind Podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind Podcast has been about creating hope listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. From ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there. Addiction impacts all of us. Addiction's consequences run through all of us. 
from ourselves to our loved ones and through our communities, addiction creates so much loss and grief. My name is Dwayne Osterlin, and I'm the host of the Addicted Mind podcast, a show featuring personal stories, expert guests, and vital information about addiction and addiction recovery. We'll talk with leading treatment providers to discuss the latest research and treatment options for this devastating disease and advocate for mental health awareness. We discuss topics like the importance of creating a community of support to helping loved ones to some of the latest research on psychedelic medicines. The Addicted Mind podcast has been about creating hope, listening to stories of many amazing people that have overcome addiction and are thriving. If you or a loved one is struggling with addiction, subscribe to the Addicted Mind podcast wherever you get your podcasts or check out theaddictedmind.com. New episodes every Monday. See you there. It's easy to blame ourselves for our struggles with alcohol. We see people around us being able to control their drinking without any consequences, yet no matter what we try, we can't seem to figure it out for ourselves. My name is Jillian Teets, and I am the host of the Sober Powered Podcast, where I use my biochemistry background to explain the latest research in addiction and help you understand both why you drink the way you do and how to develop the skills and mindset you need to find freedom from alcohol. I discuss topics like why we think about our drinking 24-7, why we have no off switch, and why we crave alcohol. If you're struggling with your drinking or you know someone who is, then I hope that you will check out the Sober Powered Podcast. New episodes every Friday. See you there.